Um, so just kind of begin our friendship in a way. So my name is Holly Woodyard, and I graduated from Seaman High School in 2016. So shout out to Seaman. Um, I went to K-State, and I just graduated, graduated there with a degree in nutrition and health. And so I'm kind of a health nut. Um, I love coffee, but I actually hated it until I went to, um, or I started working at Stormont Vale Hospital um, about four years ago, and I drank their watered-down coffee, and so it kind of prepared my taste buds for something stronger. Um, But I also thought mac and cheese was disgusting growing up, and I still don't like it very much, which I know is a very unpopular opinion. Um, And then I played volleyball and swam in high school, and then I did a little bit of cheer and a little bit of golf, but I just love being outside, um, walking, running, being active. So yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Um, I hope to get to know you guys more. Um, So yeah, just don't be afraid to say hello and ask questions. Um, But yeah, so I'll probably randomly introduce myself to you guys, and you guys all seem so cool already, honestly. So Um, Tonight we're going to be continuing our Old Testament stories. Um, We've previously talked about the story of Noah and the Ark, the 12 spies, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and last week we talked about the story of Ruth from Abby. So tonight we'll be looking further into the story of Daniel. I chose to talk about a small part of Daniel because when I started reading it, the story really spoke to me. Just even in the first chapter, I was just so in awe of what God was doing in Daniel's life, specifically his uncompromising character. His uncompromising character is seen throughout all 12 chapters of Daniel, but specifically, I just wanted to focus on the first chapter. So, um, the beginning of this chapter, Daniel um, is captured from Jerusalem, from his hometown, and taken to Babylonia at the age of 15 years old. Um, In Daniel's first 15 years of life, he learned to have great faith in who God was. He knew that God's plans are way better than anyone else's plans. He knew that if he lived an uncompromised life and stayed obedient to God's word, he would be stepping into the goodness of God. And isn't that the truth? We can see Daniel's trust in God play out confidently confidently as he stood firm in obedience. He lived differently than those around him and showed others who God is by the way he acted and spoke. Daniel grew up in Jerusalem, a city in Judah, which was a part of God's promised land to the Hebrew people. So Jerusalem was a capital city. I am forgetting to do this. Jerusalem is the um, capital city seen here in that star. Um, And so it's in Judah. And Judah is like that yellowish um, kind of squarish rectangle there. Um, And this is a land Bethany talked about uh, in the story of the 12 spies. So this is exceedingly good land. The Hebrew people eventually conquered this land and multiplied in numbers. But over time, the Hebrew people that lived in that land began to rebel against God. God showed them mercy and gave them opportunities to repent and warned them through prophets over and over again. But they still didn't listen. So God did allow Judah to be taken into into captivity by Babylonians But don't worry, guys, because Judah's captivity was in God's plan. And God uses it it for good like he does all things. And it's seen clearly in the story of Daniel's life. The king of Babylonian at the time was King Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar ordered his chief of staff to train the best young men captured from Judah in Babylonian language and literature to be returned to royal service. 
They selected those who were well-spoken, gifted in knowledge, had good judgment, and suited to serve the royal palace. These are the guys you would see on your TikTok for you page. Um, they were, their videos would instantly hit millions of likes. These young men were like the TikTok famous people of the Old Testament days. They were the young men that would have millions of views and fans with the most creative and funny videos. Nebuchadnezzar wanted the smartest, healthiest, and best-looking men of Judah to persuade other Hebrew people to conform to the Babylonian traditions. Daniel was one of the young men selected to be trained in royal service in Babylonia. To conform to the young men in Babylonian culture, Nebuchadnezzar ordered that the men go through a training program, drink royal wine, and eat royal food. And on top of that, he gave them all new Babylonian names. This may seem like an honor to be chosen as the best among the best TikTokers of that day, but all in all, Nebuchadnezzar wanted to change their lifestyle. He wanted to change who they were. He wanted them to hold Babylonian beliefs and act like Babylonians. He wanted them and all their wit and good look to persuade other Hebrew people to worship Babylonian traditions. I also want you guys to remember that Daniel is 15 years old during this time. So that's the same age as a lot of you guys are right now. Could you imagine that? Even quarantining for the coronavirus is difficult enough. But picture yourself being taken from your friends, family, and hometown. Because that is exactly what happened to Daniel. This honestly makes this quarantining stuff look a lot more bearable. But let me tell you guys this. What would your reaction be? Let me ask you guys this. What would your reaction be if you were taken away from your friends, your family, and home, and on top of that given a new name, commanded to train in a new culture's tradition, and ordered to eat and drink the, the king's food that was sacrificed to false gods? Honestly, I would not be in a very good mood, nor would I be respectful to those commanding me to participate in the activities against my God. But listen to what Daniel did. Daniel stood, stood firm in obedience to God. When Daniel heard all that the king was ordering the new trainings to do, he stood, his, he stood his ground in what God already commanded him to do. Daniel 1.8 says, But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portions of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine with he, which he drank. Therefore he requested of the king of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. So two words that stand out to me are purpose and defile. Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the food and wine that the king offered. What does it mean to purpose in your heart or to not defile yourself? The word purpose comes from a Hebrew, Hebrew word, leve, which means to have, to have a set mind, will, heart, and understanding that is unwavering. Daniel made the decision in his mind and heart that he would follow God's commands ahead of time. He understood what God asked of him, and he knew how he would respond even before he encountered a scenario where his faith was challenged. Daniel committed to not eat or drink food that were sacrificed to idols, so when he was ordered to do this, he already made up his mind that he was not going to do that. He stood his ground in what he already told himself he was not going to do because of his love and commitment to God. So the purpose in your heart is to commit in your heart and mind to not compromise in your character before you encounter this scenario. All of us have already purposed in our heart to do something. This may be a purpose in your heart to be a football player at school. 
Maybe it's that you have purpose in your heart to get the first band chair. Or maybe, maybe something that's not as popular, but to get first, to get all A's in your class at school. My point is that we all have purposed something in our heart before. We have set our minds that we're going to do something before we encounter the scenario. When we set our minds on something, we practice and prepare beforehand. For example, if you were to purpose in your heart to make the football team, you would not just show up last minute and hope to make the team. You probably wouldn't do very well. Instead, you would practice and put in a ton of hours long before tryouts so that you actually made the team. Daniel did the same thing, but he wasn't a football player. Daniel purposed in his heart that he was going to be obedient to God. So Daniel practiced this by knowing God's word, which prepared him to stand firm in obedience in any circumstance. Daniel was unwilling to compromise his beliefs for the sake of others or how other people acted around him. Daniel was not going to change what he already committed to God he was going to do. Daniel accepted whatever consequence there was because of his firm foundation in who God was. Just like if you were trying out for football, you would not change your commitments if you, you have made for football. You would not compromise your chance to make the team if that's what you purposed in your heart. When I was in college, being obedient to Jesus was hard, just like it's hard to be obedient to Jesus in middle school and high school and will be for the rest of our life. When things get hard, that is when we have to have a firm foundation in the truth of God so that we do not waver. The truth of God is found in his word. Just like a tall building has to have a deep foundation to remain standing, we also must have, we also must have a deep foundation in God's word to remain standing in obedience through temptations, just like Daniel did. In college, I made the commitment to be obedient to God in his word. In Proverbs 4.23, it says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. I made the commitment to God that I would guard what I let into my heart, because what I let into my heart, that same stuff would flow from it. I committed to stop listening to music that was not pleasing to God. This meant that I was going to be uncompromising in this area. I committed to not listening to music that said God's name in vain and ultimately did not give him glory. You may think, wow, I would never be able to do that, or I'd be so weird if I didn't listen to the latest hits or music in the top of the charts. But boy, have I found so much freedom and joy in making this commitment. My heart is not filled with the words of songs that are degrading other people, but only with music that is encouraging me and how I can love God and other people more. I purposed in my heart that I would not listen to music that was not pleasing to God, and so when I was offered an ox or played music in my own car, I already pre-made the decision to listen to music that was pleasing to God. I would ask myself how something would affect how I think and act towards God and other people. I can be the first to admit I do not know the latest top-of-the-charts hits, and that is okay to me because I'm committed to God who knows better and has better for me. Through this, I am also reminded of his goodness through the uplifting music I do listen to. Besides, I am here on this earth to serve God and not people. This is just an example of how having a purpose in your heart before a situation occurs can allow you to follow Jesus and stay committed to his word, even though it may be hard. Another word in Daniel 1.8 that stood out to me was the word defile. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portions of the king's delicacies. 
The word defile comes from the, word, the Hebrew word gale, which means to pollute or stain. Daniel knew in his heart that God was the one true God and that he was who he was going to be obedient to, not the commands of King Nebuchadnezzar. He was unwilling to compromise what he already committed to God he was not going to do. He was going to be obedient to God despite the outcomes. He knew that if he compromised even a little bit, it would defile or pollute his character. So back to my commitment to having an uncompromising character and what type of music I listened to, I knew that if I made a compromise to, to not listen to music that was not pleasing to God, if I, if I did listen to music that was not pleasing to God, I would be polluting and allowing my words that were promoting me to be angry or selfish, which is the opposite of how I wanted to remind myself that God created my character to be. This also does not mean that I judge people who do listen to music that I have purposed in my heart not to. This is a commitment I made with God, just like Daniel did not judge those who did drink the king's wine and eat the king's food. Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portions of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank because he was unwilling to compromise his character. Daniel stood firm in obedience even when everyone around him chose to give in and live like the Babylonian lifestyle and be disobedient to God. Many times, people compromise their character to stray from disagreements with people or to fit in with those around him. But God calls us to live differently and to stand firm in his word. Sometimes disagreements and conflicts will happen when we stand in God's word, stand in God's commands. But this is when we have the opportunity to show people who Jesus is. People disagreed with and had conflict with Jesus, yet he was perfect. The different life Jesus lived showed us God's character, and we can do the same. As we follow Jesus, we learn more about his character, and we fall deeper in love with him. We grow in a passion to follow him and all he's commanded us to do. We learn ways God has called us to live, and we commit to walk in those ways, even when it seems like everyone around us isn't doing that. I urge you guys to stand firm in your love for God's commands. As we read further into the story, Daniel asked the chief official if he could have a free pass from consuming the king's food and wine. The chief official was afraid to agree with Daniel's request because he was afraid that he would be killed by King Nebuchadnezzar because he went against the king's orders. Remember that the king's purpose was to make these young Hebrew men the best that they could be so that they could persuade other Hebrew people into Babylonian culture. Daniel said to the chief official in Daniel 1.12, Please test your servants for ten days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the young men who eat the royal food and treat your servants in accordance with what you see. You see here, Daniel requested that he consumes only vegetables and water. Daniel denied this royal food, which looks really good, to have this, vegetables and water. Which I don't know about you, I would prefer the king's food. But So there's no way that he did this for his own pleasure. So despite the discomfort of eating just vegetables and drinking only water, he was willing to go through the pain to live an uncompromising life because of his deep foundation in God's word and trust in God's goodness. Daniel chose to live by God's word even when everyone around him chose to live by the culture they were surrounded by. Daniel did not follow the crowd. He did not do things to be liked or well-known. 
He simply did things to be obedient to God because he knew God had better plans. It can be difficult to live differently than the culture or the friends that we have around us, but God's ways are always better than our own. Daniel's choice was to be obedient. Choice to be obedient was not easy. Obedience isn't easy, but it's always worth it. Many of us make compromises in situations that are hard to stand firm in, but situations where it is difficult to be obedient is right where we can lean into God. Daniel could have even made compromises by making excuses saying, it was my only option to eat this food, or I'm allergic to all the food other than vegetables and water, so I can't eat the other stuff. Rather, Daniel chose to stay true to God's word, and by this he was able to proclaim the goodness and power of God in even a greater way. We can do the same even in small areas. Small areas of obedience are noticeable to people, and they can make an impact for God. Do not let anyone tell you differently. Live by God's word, even when everyone around you chooses to live by the culture they are surrounded by. The chief official decided to put Daniel to the test for 10 days. In Daniel 1.15, it says, At the end of the 10 days, they looked healthier and better nourished than any of the young men who ate the royal food. The God looked after Daniel and provided Daniel exactly what he needed and more. Daniel looked even healthier and better nourished than anyone else. So basically, God says that we should all go vegan. Just kidding. It's not saying that. Remember the reason Daniel refused to compromise was because of the meat and wine was sacrificed to idols. It was not the food itself, but the meaning behind the food and wine. When Daniel proved to look healthier and better nourished than everyone else, this proved God was who he said he was. Through God's commitment to God's commands, he was, un, he was able to witness to the other Hebrew men, to the chief official, and to King Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel was able to witness to other people by his uncompromising character and obedience to God, which looked differently than those around him. Daniel lived an uncompromising life and showed others who God is by being committed to his commands. Just like God used Daniel to show those around him who God was through God's work in him, God is calling us to live an uncompromising life to be able to show others who he is by being committed to his commands. We are the salt of the earth. We are called to live differently than those who do not follow Jesus so that we can show them who Jesus is. What amazing privilege that is. As we talk about living differently than the culture and those around us, I'm reminded of somebody who you may have heard before. His name is Jesus. Jesus loved those who hated him. Jesus said to be first, you must be last. Jesus followed God above fame. His character was completely different than what people expected the Son of God to be. His character was different than the culture he lived in and different than those around him. Jesus did not live to please people. Jesus lived to do the will of the Father. He lived a perfect life, which is different than what we are prone to live because of the fallen world we live in. I will be the first to admit that I am not perfect, because I have so many flaws and I've made so many mistakes. I've gotten angry when I shouldn't have, or lied to make myself better, look better, and so much more. But guys, Jesus came down to earth not to save the healthy, but to save the sick. He came to save the broken. We do not have to fix ourselves up to come to Jesus. Rather, we can come to Jesus just as we are, and by his blood and sacrifice for us on the cross, we are able to live as a new creation in him. 
When we choose to believe in him with all of our heart, soul, and mind, we receive the fruit of the Spirit. And when we receive the fruit of the Spirit, we can live differently than those who do not follow Jesus. You see, we live, love, and speak differently because of Jesus and what he has done for us. Not by our strength and our own abilities to be a nice person, but by his strength and his spirit working through us. If you have not already put your trust in Jesus tonight, talk to someone in this room about what you're processing through, even if it is unbelief. God wants you to come to him and to be honest with him. He wants you to know more than you know. Just let him in and let him change your life. As you follow Jesus, you can live an uncompromising life by standing firm in obedience to God's word, living differently than the rest of the world, and showing others who Jesus is by the way we act and speak. God has given us a purpose. What have you purposed in your heart for God? What is a royal wine and food in your life that may look appetizing, but is actually preventing you from following the goodness of God? Does your character match up more with the word of God or the culture around you? I encourage you guys to ask yourself this and reflect on it. Spend some time in prayer about areas you can commit to being uncompromising in by standing firm in who Jesus is and having confidence that his ways are always better. Do not step out of his good and better plan for your life. Let me pray with you guys. God, I just thank you for this night that we can reflect on all that you've done, just even through the story of Daniel. God, I pray and I just thank you so much for your word. God, that we can stand firm on, that we can um, go to it when we're struggling. God, that we can just live through your son and that we can have your spirit working through us, that we don't have to be um, the best, Lord, but we can come to you in our weakness and you make us strong. God, I just pray that we just tonight just ponder what it means to have an uncompromising character when it is hard, God. I pray for everyone in this room that they would um, just reassess um, just the situations in their life and that they would just come to you in truth, that they would just stand firm in your word and all that you're calling them to live by, God. Help them to come to you and just love you deeper, God. We just love you so much for all that you're doing um, in us and through us, and just help us be a light in this world. Help us to um, just witness to those around us by standing firm in obedience in your word. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.